Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Lydia Brown Ministries, where we have a conversation about faith and bringing revival to your life. tuning in to this week's podcast. I'm your host, Lydia brown Raphael, and I am so excited to have my favorite person join us today. My sweetheart, Nick, is with us, and I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you for joining us, sweetheart. Oh, well, thank you for having me, sweetheart. It's always a blessing and an honor, for sure. Well, it's really good to be back on because it's been a minute. It really has. And hello to all of you guys that are joining us. I know. Hey, guys. It's a very important time of the year. And this is a special podcast. It really is. I really was looking forward to having you come on and share what the Lord had placed on your heart. Of course. Well, um, you know, really just this time, we're entering into a new season. You know, spring um, started about two two or three weeks ago, give or take. Um, and, you know, here in Texas, it's very, it's, I mean, spring's in the air. You have pollen every on everything, and, you know, the um, the uh, the trees are blooming and everything, and it's just, it, there's just life, right? All the green grass, All green, the green trees. All the green grass, I'm green like trees. Mm hmm exactly. But what it also represents over is the new life that we have in Jesus, Amen. And so this Sunday, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yes. It's not about bunnies, even though I love bunnies. Or eggs. However, <laughs> or that eggs. got associated with the bunnies. Exactly. I, I don't know how we a bunny... We aren't going to get into that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if bunnies were, were in eggs. You know, it sounds like a hopping bad idea, you know. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Always gotta have your joke. <laughs> yeah, we'll let that sink in for people. <laughs> but it's about, um, it's about Jesus being raised from the dead. Hallelujah! And his first coming, we talked about, and you know, Christmas is that his first coming has much more to do with his second coming too. You know, Jesus gave us three promises within the within the New Testament, and it's to us too. It is. He said that he would. Um, they said, he said that he would die. He said that he would raise again. And then he said that he would return. Well, he's already fulfilled two of them. Glory to God. And so that means that he's going to fulfill the third one. And in his eyes, it's already fulfilled. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. And so. And it should be that way in our eyes too. Exactly. Exactly. Because we have his word Mm -hmm. and we know what is coming. Exactly. Amen. And so. One thing that the Lord really laid on my heart was there each account of the gospel it has about um, <clears throat> the the resurrection of Jesus that morning, what happened. But one that the Lord really pointed out to me was in Luke chapter 24. And so it states this. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they, which is Mary, Martha, and the other women that followed Jesus came into the sepulcher, the tomb, bringing spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. So there was a bunch of them that were with them, all women. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass 
That's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite phrases in the Bible. It just came to pass, right? Amen. Which means it's a done deal. It happened, and it came to pass as they <clears throat> were much perplexed thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments, and this is you got your shouting clothes on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I hope y'all got your shouting clothes on too. And as they were afraid and bowed down, <clears throat> bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Hallelujah. Ooh, glory to God, right? Amen. Why do you seek them living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Hallelujah. Remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered unto the hands of the sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Hallelujah. And they remembered his works and returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the 11 and unto the rest. And it was Mary Mag and listen to this. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna and Mary, the mother of James and the other women that were with them, which told these things to the apostles. It was women. It was, <laughs> it was women. Jesus really loved and celebrated women. He did. He did. And I love and I celebrate you, sweetheart. Thank you. You oh. know, I feel the same way about you. You are such a blessing to my life, and I love you. I'm so grateful that Jesus made a place for them, aren't you? I am too. I am too. But why do you seek the living among the dead? That is so powerful. And the fact that they said, that the angels said, well, he told you, basically, he told you he was going to do it. Of course he was going to rise again. Yeah. And so it should be no surprise to you yeah. that he was going to rise again. Amen. It was such a powerful, powerful, powerful moment in human history. It was. Jesus, and what this represents, is Jesus conquered death and the grave. Death is no part of God. Amen. Absolutely no part of God. That's right. Sickness and disease is not a part of God either. Right. Neither is paid, poverty and life. He paid for all of that. Exactly. You know, starting with, you know, Good you know, Friday, as mm -hmm. we're coming into this Easter weekend, remembering what he did right. on the cross. Yeah. That he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Yeah. You know, it, it's his body and his blood. That's right. Hallelujah. Praise God. He gave it all. He did. And we owe everything to him because of it. We and do. Now, because of Jesus, we everything we need is found in him. Amen. So we seek him for healing. Right. We seek him for deliverance. We seek him for life. That's right. You know, and it, he has no part of any anything to do with death because no. he conquered it. Exactly. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's the reason he said, why do you seek the living among the dead? That's right. But don't you feel like a lot of people are still seeking, they're looking for life among dead things even yes. now? Absolutely, sweetheart. And that's, I think a lot of it has to do with the culture that we're in, not just within the world, but also within the church. But the encouraging thing is, is those who are li listening to here, Paul wrote to the, to the church in Galatia. He talked about Christ became, that the curse of the law came upon Jesus. Jesus became the curse 
so that the blessing of Abraham will come upon Amen. us. Amen. Well, what is the curse? You go to Deuteronomy 28 and it tells you exactly what the curse was. Well, the curse was absence from God. Yeah. Which is what Adam did with his fall. Yeah. It's spiritual death. Yeah. Which is what people who don't have Jesus face. Right. Which is hell within itself. It is physical sickness and disease. Yeah. It is poverty, lack, strife, all of these things that are terrible. Yeah. And so when the Bible, paraphrasing into modern vernacular what, what Paul talked about, when Jesus was on the cross, that was the best, that was our Heavenly Father saying, I love you. Hallelujah. I choose you. Yes, glory to God. I'm on your side. Glory to God. And he poured out all the wrath that he had on Jesus. Yeah. So that we who believe in him and who come to him will not experience it ever. Amen. And so when that happened, Jesus was put into the grave for three days. And in that grave, it says that he went, <clears throat> he went down and he made a spectacle of the devil. Yeah. He went on his turf, took back the dominion. Yeah. And when he rose, he said, it's done. I now give you life. Amen. I'm your healer. I'm your provider. Yeah. And now you get to live eternally with me. He conquered death, hell, and the grave and came out with the keys in his hand. That's right. Exactly. And what's powerful too, sweetheart, is when you look into the scripture too of what happened on that Good Friday. You know, Good Friday has already passed has already passed us. But what happened when Jesus said it is finished? A miraculous thing happened. When Caiaphas, who was a high priest at that time, started making his way into the temple. Because during that time, you know, this was during Passover. This was during Passover week and Pesach and, you know, the Jewish holy days. And so what the high priest had to do, they had to do sacrifices outside. And so he had to come into the temple and the holiest of the holies. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, because it's such a long deal. I mean, that's a teaching within itself. And so when he started making his procession into the holies of holies, Jesus cried out, it is finished. Yes. And when that happened, and when you look at the, you, at the, the holies of the holies, when you look at the temple, only the high priest could go into the temple of the holies of the holies. Yeah. Anybody else who did, died. Yeah. If the high priest didn't follow the, the rituals to That's the letter, true. they would die. And that was because, and God instituted that, was because his original intent for mankind was for us to dwell with him. Yeah. Day and night. In Genesis, he said he walked with Adam in the cool of the day. That was his desire, was family. But he can't be where sin's at. Right. He can't. Yeah. But he desired that, so that's why he had the tabernacle. That's where his glory was manifested too. And so when Jesus said it is finished, it the word says that the that the curtain to the holies of holies was rendered yes. shut. Was rendered from the top to the bottom. 
Yes. And this wasn't just our regular type of curtains that we have in our house. I mean, this was a four-inch thick curtain that was 60 feet high and 30 feet long. It took 300 priests to move that to move that that curtain. This only wasn't, God could have done it. Only God could have done it. Ripped it, which signified that I'm the way. Yes. And it's basically what our Heavenly Father said. He just came with his arms wide open and said, come to me. Yeah. Come to me. Yes. Come to Daddy. I'm here. He sowed his son and received a family. Exactly. Thank you, Father. Oh, he's such a good father. He is. You he's know, such a good God. Sweetheart, we don't ever know the full impact that this podcast has. No. Maybe until we get to heaven. Exactly. But maybe someone has shared this episode or it... They've, you know, come, come to the podcast uh, and they've searched keywords and this episode popped up. Right. But if there's someone listening right now, they could be on the other side of the world. Or, right. You know, right here in our backyard, wherever they are. But if that person right now is feeling the love of God and the Holy Spirit draw them and they want to know mm-hmm. this kind of love, this kind of Heavenly Father who would send His Son to die for us, to pay the price of sin, to get us back into his presence. Right. That that kind of love, that heavenly father, that they could spend eternity with him. Would you take a moment and just explain what salvation is to them and lead them in the prayer? The Absolutely. Prayer. Absolutely. Well, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, and I really feel this heavily on my heart, is that the Lord is tugging on you. You're feeling a you're feeling a leading. That's not by mistake. That is one hundred percent designed, and that is a void that only He can fill. And He longs to have a relationship with you. And so salvation is accepting Jesus. And when you accept Jesus. You are in right standing. You are made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Which means that you are now in right standing with the Father. And he looks at you. He sees Jesus. And so the way that you do that is ye prayer. It's unto mouth man confess unto salvation. And so you pray a very powerful prayer. And it's this. And if you would repeat it, this after me, sweetheart. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come to you. I come to you. I thank you. I thank you for the salvation. For salvation. Provision that you've given me. Provision that you've given me through your son Jesus. Through your son Jesus. I admit. I admit that I am a sinner. That I am a sinner. And I confess. And I confess that Jesus. That Jesus is the Lord. Is the Lord of my life. Of my life. And my Savior. And my Savior. Father. Father. Take my life. Take my life. And do something marvelous with it. And do something marvelous with it. Jesus. Jesus. I not only call you Savior. I not only call you Savior. I declare you Lord. I declare you Lord. Over my life. Over my life. You have your way with me. You have your way with me. It's in Jesus' name I pray. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And if you be- and if you prayed that and you sincerely meant it within your heart, you are saved. 
Hallelujah. Amen. And all of heaven rejoices. All of heaven rejoices. When one comes home. That's right. Amen. Amen. And if you're listening to this podcast and this is your first time praying that prayer or, you know, you've come back to the Lord, reach out to us. Let us know. Yes. We would love to send you something. You can go to uh, www.lydiabrown.org and reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Of course. We are always so excited whenever someone receives Jesus as their Savior. Amen. I, uh, we really, re- we, re- we want to rejoice with you. Amen. And you know, once that the Bible talks about once you receive Jesus, you, um, you have to go tell someone. So you yeah. need to tell us. <laughs> yes, go. We want to rejoice us. with we you. We would love that. We would want to rejoice Be- with you because of Jesus. We are, um, we we have eternal life, and we know that we are victorious. That's right. And we know that there is nothing too big for our God. That's right. Because if he could conquer death, hell, and the grave, which he did, then that means that nothing is impossible. That's right. Amen. That's right. So, Amen. And the Bible says nothing is impossible to those who believe. Exactly. So I'm a believer. And that means that there's nothing impossible. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Well, sweetheart, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. I always just love it when you're here. Oh, of course, sweetheart. I love being here with you. It's such an honor. And before we go, is there anything you want to say to those who are listening? Well, the main thing that I want to say to the people who are listening is knowing that you are just so loved. You're not just loved by our Heavenly Father. You're also loved by us too. Yeah. And we just want you to know that we love you so much and that you are so appreciated and you are so, um, you're just, you just, you're just so loved with us and you're prayed for too. <laughs> Absolutely. Amen. That's right. I second that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, enjoy resurrection day with your loved ones. Remember that Jesus is what it's all about. Amen. And, um, we just, we want you to know that you are always in our hearts, just right. like Nick said, that Amen. we are praying for you, and we both love you, and we thank God for you. Amen. So, until next time, this is Lydia and Nick. And remember that Jesus is coming soon. Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast. This episode was brought to you by the partners of Lydia Brown Ministries. For more ways to connect with us or to sow into our ministry, please visit the links in the podcast description.